1: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
0: Uh, joining us right now, a guy that does not cruise up to any ballgame at the five-serve forum and a used mobile, our buddy Marcus Johnson, the Bucks television analyst. Marcus, how you been?
1: I don't know, man. What did I walk into here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I. I don't
1: know. What's going on? Yeah, How no. Doing,
0: <laughs> I would not buy a used winter mobile, I don't think. it. it sounds like fun. I'd go to the drive in and if they still had drive ins around, but that's about the extent of it. Hey, uh, I gotta ask you, this this team internally, we all know what they've done. They've beaten everybody, they've beaten everybody by a handily amount. Uh they they now have the largest win margin in uh, in NBA history as it stands right now. Tell me why nationally and you see people more than anybody when you're out on the road. Why nationally do they not get the respect that so many people feel they deserve?
1: <laughs> it's funny you ask that. I just happened to catch Stephen A. I don't know what he was on. He's a, he, he, we worked together at Fox and uh, turned out to be good friends. Initially, he wouldn't like that. I couldn't stand him. But, but watching him, I think it was today, I believe, but uh, one of the many you know shows he appears on, but he was talking about, Giannis and kind of who, he'll, who else? Rick Lopez, you know, uh, Chris Middlegate. Right. You know, he said, he compared them to Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, two of the most uh, looking shooters in NBA history in terms of a backcourt. You know, Clay wouldn't always like that. He wouldn't always thought of on that level. It, it, it took some um, a, a tweaking of the offense by Steve Kerr and then the addition of Kevin Durant. So the point is, long, long answer to say that the other guys outside of Giannis just don't get the... Kind of respect that, um, and I don't. I won't even say deserve. They've got to earn this based on what they did against Toronto. Chris and Eric both, as we know, did not play well, did not shoot well against Toronto, and so that seems to be the blueprint for opponent success against this team. You, you, you know, you crowd up Giannis and you get crowd off the cane and then you make some of these secondary guys have to beat you on a consistent basis. But I think everybody just right now they don't know whether or not this team is going to be able to step up step to up that challenge. But as you mentioned, we've watched them closely. we've watched them closer, and I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing right now, and I think we'll be fine.
0: Uh, we were talking, we had Irsan Ilyasova on the program last night, and one of the things that he was discussing was the way they do listen to what is said about them nationally. And while they're a really close-knit group, he said they share everything. So I can only imagine – Now, he's very politically correct on our program, but I can only imagine what's said behind closed doors. This team seems to use everything, every little slight, as some chip to put on their shoulder to say, let's go out and start just beating the heck out of people. And I love the fact that that when we talk about 70 wins or 60 wins or rotation, they don't care. They just want to win a championship. You get that sense even behind closed doors?
1: Yeah, and I get get this this real sense of them being able to compartmentalize and stay in the moment and not get too caught up into looking down the road and just thinking about OKC tonight. And, and and i tell you, man, they are chomping at the bit. And what was as indicative of that as anything, if you watched how great a, a conditioning they were in coming out of the All-Star break going into Detroit, my concern was rest and, and conditioning and, and, you know, all those things that normally plague a team after being off for four or five days. But these guys put in the work collectively. The guys that didn't go to Chicago, the guys that were on their own, they all came back with that, that, that single purpose of mind of being in great shape, hitting the ground running after the All-Star break, and almost, you know, just, just taking it to another level instead of having to take some time to regress and then regroup and then get back to where you were. They've, they, like, hit the ground running. And you saw that against every team they've played so far more, uh, more specifically against the Raptors the other night, how they were able to uh, keep their poise and kind of manhandle them down the stretch.
0: Uh, you go back to the Stephen A. comments, and I heard him as well. I know exactly what it is you're talking about. He he called him Brooks Lopez, which I, they didn't get the names right. But when, when you when you look at what has gone on, Brook Lopez, one of the best defenders and rim protectors in basketball. And I said last night, I said it's not. A rebound statistics or a shot block statistic, it is when I saw against Toronto guys penetrate and then turn back around and have to kick it out because he was not going to allow them to get to the hoop. It's almost like running into a football lineman. He just is not going to let you get there. And he changed so many shots in that game. What What has he done that has just been so different about upping his defensive game?
1: Well, funny story. Uh, uh, the Bucks do a, a, a three-point, or actually a half-court shooting contest at the end of practice. They were doing that yesterday, and so when, when Robin came up to shoot, uh, West Matthews called him Brook. Come on, Brook! And Robin got so pissed off, you know, good-naturedly, but he chased West around the practice, yelling <laughs> at everybody. It was it was just really funny. Come on, Brooke, let's go! You know, like like he mistaken, you know, he had a mistaken identity thing going on, mm-hmm. but with Brooke. The interesting thing is, is that you know he's mega block shots, a whole lot of shots. Even though he's up there, he's probably with top five or something in blocking shots. But the bigger point is that the way he can test without fouling, um, the way he uses his body positioning, anticipation of where a guys' takeoff point is, and beating him there and making have to you know shoot around him or shoot over him and shoot over extended arms. I, 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 these guys jockey for uh, top three position every single game. It seems like. But it's always Brooke, Yannick, and Robin as the top three in terms of, uh, defensive field goal percentage inside the restricted area right at the rim. Those three are always in the top three in the league. However, they may have changed positions during the course of the last couple of games. So, but with Brooke, he's just, he's a smart, super high intellect, uh, defensive player. And, uh, and, and people don't understand too the Brook Stanford guy, kind of laid back guy, but he has this passion and this intensity. You know, I always thought Robin was a more intense player, but man, I'm watching Brooks because I've had a chance to see him up close and personal these past two seasons. He's every bit as intense as Robin was. He just kind of wears it a different way, but he's into it, and uh, it's just a great thing to watch uh, the way he controls the paint and kind of anchors that. He should be he should be a viable candidate for defensive player of the year under the Marcus All kind of. A route where we're positioning defense is, is is thought about more so than just uh, shot blocking, even though he does his share of that too. So we'll see how that goes. Probably won't happen, but he deserves at least a at least some consideration.
0: Talking with Marcus Johnson, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin. It wasn't a big move with the trade deadline, but what did it mean to add that additional depth and experience with Marvin Williams?
1: Great move. Yeah, uh, you you don't have to give up anything to get him. You don't have to upset the chemistry of this team and. So i have got you know, barbershop critics, you know, jamming me up about, man, we should have been after so-and-so and the Lakers are getting the Morris Twins and, and the Clippers are getting the Morris Twins. I'm like, no, look, we don't really need a Morris twin for this, for this group right now. So my point is that, that his, his demeanor as a player, he's a fit-in kind of a guy, low-key kind of a guy, great quality person. It's funny, he grew up in, uh, in Birmingham, Washington. That's where my wife is from. And I've been known about him since he was in high school. Me and my wife been together like twenty five years, so, so I, you know I, I've heard about him for a long, long time. I followed his career closely, and he's just a just a great, great young man. And he just started. I think I mentioned uh, he was like two for ten or eleven from the three point line at one point against Toronto since he's been a buck. Then he knocked off, uh, knocked down like two or three in a row in that game. So uh, I talked to him this morning. I was just like, "Man, I was glad to see a couple of win. All he said was like, "Hey, you got to keep giving yourself a chance. I wasn't gonna stop shooting." And that's kind of the attitude. But uh and then the other thing, Bill, uh, is just defensively. But I've watched him play versus Giannis. He played Giannis as well as anybody on the down low. I mean, just post up defensive positioning. He's strong lower body bait. And I don't think people have an understanding just how good of a defensive player that he is, and his post up points per possession, that was one of the tops in the league. You don't think about Marvin Williams being a great post-up player, but he's got a a little soft, touch, soft hands inside, back to the basket game that uh, doesn't uh, get enough attention. So I I just love it all the way around from chemistry fit to tangible on-court contribution. I think he's going to be huge for this team. Uh,
0: One thing I wanted to ask you before I let you go. It was interesting because last night, your son said that he talks to Zaza Pachulia quite a bit. And he said, when Zaza talked to him about the analysis of the Bucks outside looking in, he said, remember, starters will win you the season, but your bench will win you a championship. And it, that was a, a pretty poignant statement coming from Zaza, who's got a couple of rings. Do you feel that this bench and the way it is and the fact that they've been able to win without Giannis will win them a championship?
1: Well, I mean, hey, you know, Zaza, don't get a it book its cover. That's a poignant, poignant really, really uh, interesting observation. And here's a a quick story. My my best friend, actually, coach at Crenshaw High School, Ed Waters, he he sent me a question on Twitter about uh, is there an analytics uh, category for grit because the Toronto Raptors have it. And my response on Twitter to him was, uh, yeah, you can find it in that section under Dante DiVincenzo, (laughs) you know, because Dante, in terms of grit, he Mm. brings it. We saw that against Toronto. You know, Connerton is pet. I mean, we got a great, uh, we got a terrific bench. That, uh, can, and that's without Cal Corver being available with what he's going through right now in terms of shooting what he brings to the table. But, but the bench has been the key. The bench will be the key in, in the playoffs. And, uh, and again, it, it's going to boil down to offensively, can these guys hit shots on a consistent basis? And I think the coaching staff. That's kind of been when everything has been geared toward them. We know they're going to bring it defensively and diving all over the place and flying after offense deep defense rebound and rebounds and locking up people and doing what they do, health defense. But the ability to knock down shots, and, and what we've seen, especially with this with this staggered kind of rotation that Coach Bud has gone to, where he'll play Giannis late in the first quarter after pulling him early in the game around the 8 or 9-minute mark, putting him back in with the bench unit. And so he works a lot with those guys just in terms of chemistry and, and timing and everything. And uh, I really think it's going to uh, be something that uh, uh, makes, a, makes a huge difference come playoff time.
0: I uh, always look uh, forward to talking to you, Marcus. Thanks so much for joining us for a couple of minutes. I certainly appreciate it. Okay? Anytime, man. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Talk to you later. Marcus Johnson, Bucks television analyst for Fox Sports Wisconsin. You can find him on Twitter. You got to look. OL School. O L S K O O L eight eight eight. Find him there on Twitter. That's right, old school eight eight eight, on Twitter. He joins us on the Schneider Orange hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You Your car, they treat you fair. Eighty plus years, they've been doing it. Call them. That's all you got to do. If you want to change teams or find a new team, whatever it happens to be, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com.
1: Why? Why?
0: If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com.